365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Purple Psychology. I'm Marie O'Riordan. Thank you for listening in 26 countries. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, thanks for being here. Thank you. Episode 13, you're not Triskai Decaphobic. No, I love 13s. Everything good always happens on 13s. I remember from my media days on Friday the 13th in particular, we get someone to talk about Triskai Decaphobia, the fear of 13. Well, I, I must be weird because everything happens good happens on either 13s or 7s. <laughs> Tell us about this episode. Well, I was going to talk a little bit about left-handedness um, and how it, the brain is slightly different. Um, one of the more interesting things I found is that some personalities find it difficult to cope with being left-handed. They tend to think more creatively. Um, they tend to think in big pictures, um, big images, big details, um, the overall plan. But some personalities tend to think in small details. So it's a bit like the difference between focusing on every dot in a Monet painting and standing back from the Monet painting and seeing the whole picture. And so you can end up with serious contradictions between how your brain actually likes to work and how your personality likes to work. And so they really knock heads with each other. I choose to write with my right hand. I would have started off with my left hand. I use cutlery with the opposite hands. And I play sports as a left-handed person. Have you come across that before? Yes, it's quite common for people not to have a strong side. There's a big assumption that people are either left-handed or right-handed when there is quite a high percentage of people actually who use both. Um, they're not just ambidextrous. What you have to realise is that they don't necessarily have a strong brain side. This means they process information quite differently. Um, they tend to not be very good at sequencing, actually. I'm not, and my balance is off. Yes, that's quite common as well. So there's a lot of exercises I give people to do for that. And I've been doing those since I was a very young child. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really fascinating what a difference it can make to you being left, right-handed or neither. Um, and it has, it's got a big implications in how you think and how you approach the world. But then obviously there's the personality parts to it too. And there's obviously, it's a big element in a lot of learning difficulties a lot of people I work with. Um, and they can be whatever age. And then it has big implications in sport as well in particular. What have you found in the sporting field? There's definitely um, a very big difference in how they approach strategy and how they approach situations. Um, one group tend to be more spontaneous than the other and they tend to play very differently. I want to bring you back because you mentioned learning difficulties. So what are your observations from an educationalist point of view? People traditionally tend to do better in class tests and in smaller situations. Um, and when they go into the state exam arena, everything seems to go out the window. Um, and so there's, you know, it's not just how you learn the information, how you remember it and how you approach that and how everything goes on and anxiety and all those issues. Um, there's something bigger than that, I've always realised. So we have an element of how we take in information, but also an element in how you actually sit exams and why there's such a big factor. Um, so I, I nicknamed the phrase as the pressure cooker effect. So if you can imagine, you go into the worst environment. And some people are quite good at setting their little dials and their little pressure scales. A very small percentage of people actually are quite good at knowing how they need to work in an environment. And this can apply to whether you're doing a state exam, whether you're working in a corporation, whether you're suddenly out in a, a sports arena or you've gone to the Olympics. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's the optimum situation where you feel under massive pressure 
to perform and how you actually do that. You were recently interviewed by journalists from a dot edu university in the United States and also a national newspaper in Europe about your education work. Did you talk about any of this? The, the dot edu article, interestingly, was a lot about preschool, so it was about the very little people I work with. Um, and the newspaper article um, is... Um, some of it is geared towards the state exams. I was asked a lot of questions of that because obviously the state exams are coming up. It's that time of the year again. Um, but also I was talking a lot on homeschooling. There are some quirky techniques that you've been using yourself since your college days. Yes, a lot of people ask me, like, how did I get a first in college? You know, like, I'm very severely dyslexic. Oh, you couldn't have mounted the pressure anymore if you tried. Um, I suppose for years I was sick for every set of exams I did. Um, and I used to think that that was just, you know, being dyslexic, you work harder and you're under more pressure and so on. Um, but I actually realised that the dyslexic genes are in the middle of your autoimmune system. There's about eight genes involved. And so it's actually quite normal for us to have rundown immune systems. So I had to find tricks for that, um, as well as finding tricks on how to, to get over this whole blank brain syndrome when you go into an exam you know that that awful panic mode where you sit there and go oh I can't remember anything and um, so I had to find a way to clear my head and so there was a particular piece of music that I listened to last thing before I went into the exams um, and there's particular types of music that you can listen to and their frequencies help you to deal with this pressure cooker effect. You're not a fan of generic you like to personalize everything you do? Yes, I think this is why when you get into the intricacies, like you can't have a blank system for dyslexia or a blank system for people who seem to have ADHD or a blank system for another condition or a blank system for anxiety for exams. You really have to understand the personalities and the brain processing for particular individuals and fit the cogs together and realise the implications if one is turning one way and the other one's trying to turn the other way at the same time and work out how to fix that. So that's why everything I can do. Yes, there's universal themes, but you have to learn how to tweak. Further details from purplepsychology.com. That's episode 13 of Purple Psychology. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store.